Hello everyone, and welcome to Seaview Quantum Network. I'm your presenter Daniel, and I'm here with your host Claudia Pareco. What is From Fashion to Enlightenment? It's a personal perspective of a blessed life, an empowering journey of how host Anastasia Hayes Piper worked her way from the cover of Women's Home Companion 1947 through the fashion and cosmetic companies of Yves Saint Laurent, Estee Lauder, Lancome, Gianni Versace, and Gucci. Then, on to 15 plus years of service in the nonprofit sector serving with the Muscular Dystrophy Association, Save Venice, and the Prasad Project. This work took Anastasia around the world, where her passion for the diversity of people's lives was able to flourish. Today, Anastasia is an inspirational intellectual medium. She connects to the spirit world through her lineages and is used as a vehicle for messages to empower and uplift. Anastasia's mastery lies in working with people to elevate and expand their light. During each episode, Anastasia shares her experiences, wisdom, laughter, and personal photos. It's a fun and introspective journey for all who listen, live or on demand. Call for free at 805-830-8344 and wait in line or use Take My Call. And for $11, you can jump the long list of callers. Do so at www.paypal.me slash p-u-r-e-c-o slash 11. And then please PM or email Claudia Pareco with the phone number you'll call the show at cview one 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 at gmail.com tune in mondays and fridays at 12 p.m eastern time to see view and listen to all our shows for more information visit cview1111.net and look under monthly shows get in touch with anastasia at her website www.heavenlymusings.org let go Embrace change and be happy. Thank you, Danny. And welcome, everybody, to CVO from Fashion to Enlightenment, Part 4, with your host, Anastasia Hayes Piper. All of the parts 1, 2, 3, 4 are available now for you to listen free of any charge so you can. Go ahead and enjoy every episode as it takes us from um, the life of Anastasia, a beautiful life, a life of um, enlightenment, a blessed life. And you'll see how things that apparently didn't mean anything, once you have a retrospection, you see how everything was placed in, in the perfect to a spot in her life to show her all that she was capable for and all that she is still capable of bringing to this world. In part four, we're going to start talking about what happens more into um, her path of enlightenment and how all of these gifts that she was gathering around her life are now all put together in who she is today. So let's bring Anastasia to the show. Hey, Anastasia, Hello, welcome back. How Thank are you? you? 
Very well. Thank you. And you? I'm doing fantastic. I'm happy to have <laughs> you back. <laughs> yes, I'm always, I always have a challenge getting on this. It's so funny because I so enjoy doing the program, but there are a few moments in prior in each time we do it that just the energy, I think it's just the energies just play with me so I can get to a place of laughter before I start. So I'm good. <laughs> And I just oh. want to let our listeners know that you are also taking um, questions from callers today. So whenever you are ready for a question with Anastasia, we'll be later on. Just press 1, and that way we know you want to talk to her. Again, she is a inspirational, intellectual medium, fantastic one. She brings insights and she information in ways that only Anastasia has. So go ahead, Anastasia. Well, thank you again, Claudia. It's wonderful to be here with everyone. And those of you who will listen to this later, um, you are actually here already and you don't even know it. <laughs> so here I'm going to start uh, and and complete, do a kind of completion here today. Of uh, I'm here in Asheville. I arrived in Asheville, North Carolina, this most sacred, beautiful place. The oldest mountains, the second oldest river in the world is the French Broad. It is just ancient. And the, the beauty of Asheville is in, there is to be seen with the eyes, but it's to be felt. The mountains have, after six months here, I have developed such a, an affinity uh, and have been adopted. I feel like this is my adopted city. I um, didn't feel that for the first six months. It's been a challenge. It's very different here than anywhere else I've lived. And um, I had to adjust. And one of the biggest adjustments was that I didn't have a community here. Most of the places that I've lived, I've had either a city yoga, meditation community, or friends of, and either friends or friends of friends. But here it really was completely open and new. And that was full of, it has been full of surprises and it still continues to be. But at least now I'm feeling that uh, more, uh, as I said, adopted by the mountains and by the trees, by nature, by the river. Um, and it has uh, anchored me uh, here to even go deeper into the work that I am um, here, whatever that is to do. So I left San Diego in April and I um, was guided here. It was a total of divine guidance. I was given a few choices and I, from those choices, I picked Asheville. And one of the reasons was that my brother had married and uh, a girl, a woman uh, from uh, Salisbury near Charlotte and I thought I know I've been here to Asheville before I've been to Charlotte I've been to um, Salisbury I could go there because when I leave one city especially a city I was very with a lot of friends and community um, it's not it's, it's it's challenging I mean I do miss people it's perfectly normal but I know that my journey is to move around the light moves. So being a light worker and being committed to my path 
I, um, I arrived in Nashville. And what I have noticed uh, here is really I had to go within. I had to go inside. I had to be quiet. I had to see what showed up. I had to allow things to come to me whole different way. You know, we're so used to going out, building a business, doing this, doing that. So I would go out and, and talk to people and they just didn't hear what I had to say. It was like, I was speaking, I was speaking uh, another language and people would look at me and I think, but isn't this a spiritual place? <laughs> isn't this? <laughs> and I thought, and then the people wouldn't call me back and they were, everything took a long time. And I thought, okay, so this is really different. I always, uh, I'm the type of person that shows up. Someone wants, needs something, I respond, um, no matter where I am and no matter who the person is. So I wasn't getting response. I'd apply for jobs, didn't get them. And I kept saying, okay, spirit, why am I here? Okay, you know, it's, it's beautiful and I love it in a certain way, but I have to make a living. And so there are all these questions. So I got bombarded for a couple of months well, I'm still getting them, but just, but for the first couple of months, I I just did what I knew to do when I showed up, and I um, looked for community, uh, uh, and I looked I followed all the as I call it breadcrumbs. So I followed the breadcrumbs. So I would get up in the morning, and I still do this, and I'd go about my day, and I'd see what happens. Who did I meet? Who would bump into me by accident at the supermarket? Who would, like today, I met a wonderful being, another just wonderful being of light, sitting in my chiropractor's office. He was sitting there. I was sitting there. And as we talked, it was so evident that I was there to meet him, uh, not just to get a chiropractic adjustment. <laughs> so, Everything, if we can look at the world, this is what I'm learning more and more, is we look at the world and look at what shows up. Our, my prayer every day is to walk this earth and best serve. How can I best serve, Lord? I don't know. I think I know, but I basically I don't know. It's in the unknown. And allow the unknown to approach us. And then the exact people that we're meant to meet will show up. They will show up in places like the chiropractor's office this morning, or they will show up uh, in the parking lot. It doesn't really matter. Or someone will make an introduction. And so now I've sown enough seeds here and have been adopted, as I, I feel, by the mountains and nature here, that I can start to branch out and uh, allow the light to work and shine in the way that it's meant to. So much of my life has been about letting go, letting go of old patterns, letting go of old ways of thinking, old habits. And with each move that I've made over the years, I've learned something and gone deeper. But what's very interesting for me about Asheville and being here now is that there's so much of a planetary shift that is happening at the moment. 
It started in, in 1987 with the Karmana Convergence, and we've been had openings of light and love for many years, and especially on dates like 10-10, 11-11, 12-12. But it's more now. All of that was the kind of the setup for now, for this month of December, and then going into 2020 and into 2025. Uh, it's for the next time. And those of us who are light workers and those of us who are awakening are, we're here, the light workers are here to assist those awakening. I always feel like I'm a lighthouse, okay? And so I shine my light and then. The creator sends those who are questioning, those who are, and so I can point. It's not so much that uh, the, and the light is, is, they just show up because they're ready to hear whatever it is I have to say. It's not about saying what is so much on our mind. It's about being who we are, holding a state of consciousness holding a high frequency of light, and going about your business. So whether that, as I said, whether that is going to the chiropractor or doing your shopping at Trader Joe's or whatever it is, in there is divine guidance and blessings in all the mundane, quote-unquote, things that we do every day. We can, we're, each one of us is stepping into our mastery, all that means is that the things that you've learned in past lifetimes are culminating in this lifetime. We came to shift the frequency of the planet from this lower 3D. It's fading away. It is no longer really here. Time is, if you noticed how, how your days go, how you, how you deal with time, it's totally different now. It's like one moment. If you're present in the moment, then the next present moment is all there is. And we turn around and we look at the, the calendar as it's, it's put down on a piece of paper and we go, yeah, but it felt like two seconds ago or it felt <laughs> like it was years ago that that happened. So time is no longer the same for us. And that really is amazing because being present, you actually own the moment. You can stand in your truth and you can discover who you are and why you came. Now, I'm not, I don't even know, but I do know that I'm here to spread light, right? I'm here to shine the light in whatever way I'm asked to do that. And I started calling because as I, as I progressed, especially here in Asheville, Asheville isn't very much an opening because nothing was familiar. It's all, it's all was kind of new. And so I have to really trust uh, whatever comes is exactly perfect for whatever comes. And if whatever doesn't work is exactly what should, what shouldn't work. It's, it's all, um, a much bigger picture than just the small thing. So being here now, being present, is really all that there is. And as we become more conscious, we work with that. I call it the joyful unknown because I decided to coin it. I coined something because it was making me crazy at one point. And I thought, no, it's just the joyful unknown. I don't need to know I don't need to know why that person showed up. I don't need to know why 
I'm doing this work. I'm asked to do this work. I don't need to know. And that's a big thing to not need to know because our mind is always wanting to know. That's how we, 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 uh, we gear everything. And, uh, but that's not how it works in this new energy. This new energy on the planet that we're all, we're in and we're actually raising this frequency is about moving and living from the heart first. Everything is from the heart space. The mind is a beautiful tool to be used, but it, creation isn't really from the mind. It's from the heart. It's dropping into feelings. It's letting the feelings guide us. For instance, years ago, when I started uh, as a medium, opening up as, as a medium, which is only means that I'm in the middle of something. A medium is someone who is is a, like a conduit for, for information when it's necessary. But for me, it's mostly light. I don't do psychic readings and things like that. I have. I've, I've done that at different times. But that's not really what my mediumship and my work is about. And I'm just in the middle. I get, I, I'm to be here to receive and to, through me, the light can come out and do its work. So I'm kind of like a lighthouse. <laughs> and I don't, it, I know the light comes from the creator and the light is to be used for that. And there is, in my world, there are lots of ascended masters and saints and, and uh, wonderful beings of light who I allow to work through me. I welcome them. I know their energy. I welcome them and they do the work. I'm not doing anything except showing up and being open to and allow it to be. And when I'm in that flow, I I can feel it. And I feel it physically sometimes. Uh, I get I get goosebumps. Uh, uh, lots of different things happen. I and when it's not in alignment with who I am, I get nauseous. So many of you may be going through uh, these, these feelings are, this is our radar and this is to be paid attention to now because for instance, I was driving today coming back from the chiropractor and for the second time, something came, I, as I'm driving, I'm on a, I'm on the highway and I'm, it's not crowded. The truck in front of me, Something flies off and into the road. Now, the other day, another truck had some blue containers that flew off into the air, into the road. Now, this can wow. be like, you know, amazing. Yeah. And twice, I thought the blue containers was enough the other day. <laughs> and not, you know, being able to, you have to, you have to really be present. You have to swerve. You have to make sure no one's behind you on your right, your left. This, And fortunately, I have tools that I use when I get in the car for the protection of my vehicle and for me and and I stay awake and I'm focused on what's happening on the road but this this kind of uh, is it, this is te- this is really teaching us to stay present to be awake to watch what's happening to, because 
a lot of the times we do things by road. We drive to work the same way every day. We don't really pay attention because we already know the road or we're listening to something. You know, so it's, it's like for me, it's always a wake-up call. Be aware. Be awake. I got it the other day with the blue containers. Today I got it with the flying mat. You know, so it's just, uh, it's showing me. Uh, and there'll be things in your life, each one of uh, each one of you will have some things like that happening. I have friends who are falling. They've been twisting their ankle. They've been, and it's because we're not present and grounded. So two of the most important things are the breath to to really breathe and 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 stay grounded. Present moment. Just keep bringing yourself back to is this this is the present moment, and it takes practice. So one of my great teachers, Jim Self, says all the time, practice when you don't, when it's not necessary. So that when you are like me today in the car and the mat's flying across, I don't panic. All what I do is I look and make sure where everybody is and that I'm not driving into it and um, be conscious, right? So with this energy, this gift of consciousness, you know, everybody wants to be conscious, but consciousness is a challenge, you have to work it, work with it, right? And part of working with it is being present and being grounded. And um, that takes that takes work. You know, everything that that uh, that comes has has huge blessings, and the blessings are that we look at it and we go, "Thank you so much for this gift. I see it. I'm I'm so grateful for it." And um, once we thank it, it's, I always like to thank whatever's happening, even if it's challenging and not so pretty. I thank it for its service and for its blessing. And then I move on. It's a way of completing the task uh, or whatever the action that happened. Uh, it's, and it's also a grat- it's great being grateful because we have no idea Today, with the mat and the car, something more more extraordinary could have happened, right? But it didn't. And so I'm very grateful that I was pre- in present time and that I saw what was going on and that no one was hurt. That's the other thing. The blessings of being, um, for me, on when I'm driving and I'm on the road, my vehicle is a vehicle of light. I assign it. Uh, I chant in the car. Um I do opening mantras in the car. All my friends know when they drive with me. I have my rituals, and I do that because I want myself, my vehicle, whatever, to be of most use today, not just a a vehicle to get from – her name is Hope, by the way – and I want her to to be of use today, of purpose, right? A purpose-filled life is a lot of small things. Like washing the dishes better than you've ever washed them before so they're so clean that you can see your face. Silly things like that. And people have experiences all the time where they're doing, for instance, I do it while I have cooking. All of a sudden, I I opened my eyes the other day. I was washing the breakfast dishes. And I looked out the window, and I had the most amazing experience a tree in front of me, this huge oak, old, beautiful, gorgeous tree, showed me her chakras and her life mm-hmm. patterns in, in, in the earth as I'm washing the dishes. Now, 
I just said thank you. And then the next day, I got a uh, a note from a friend who is forming, a friend of hers is forming this Facebook group on conversations with the earth, personal conversations with the earth. And it was in perfect timing for, you know, for my tree experience. Okay. So, of course, I joined that group immediately because that's what I was shown to do. So that's how we have to look at our daily life. Not in so much the big things, but in all the little things that are the millions of blessings that we see, that we experience every day. And that's what Asheville is bringing me. Um, I felt it and started, uh, I was up in Salisbury with my niece and nephew and they, uh, they left and I was driving back here and I saw the mountains as I approached the mountains. And I could feel for the first time, that's when I really felt adopted. That was the moment in the car as I'm driving back into the mountains, I felt safe. I felt cared for. I felt like the mother, my, the mother, mother earth was completely in alignment with me. That there was, and it was such a beautiful experience. And I started to cry in the car, and but just just gently, just lovingly, and I re- that's when I realized that at least for whatever time I'm meant to be in Asheville, I am in Asheville, and I became more present here, and then things started happening. There was more synergy. So and so, I you know would call or. Someone was recommended as a new client. This just there was just activity, and it was because finally I was able to settle in to where I I I am, and that's what I think uh, is really important. Uh, be here now. The phrase from Ramdas from years ago from the 60s. It, it's all about that. Be here now. Be happy where you are. And then if you're meant to be somewhere else, you will be because you're happy where you are now and, and the creator, spirit, whatever you want to call it, will just keep that going. For me, it's more of, of moving around because that's my journey. It's not everyone's. Some people do the most extraordinary light work and they've been in the same house in the same city for, you know, 50 years. Okay, that's their journey. That's that's. So it's really being content with what is, being present and content, content and comfortable with it, uh, and and happy. That's what happy is: is being content and comfortable. So we need to own that now. And for me, I know it's for me to be here now doing this work for those awakenings so that I can be a pointer. I can be a lighthouse. I can do my work. How it comes, I have no idea. People say to me all the time, oh, how long are you staying in Nashville? I said, I don't know. (laughs) And that's the truth. I have absolutely no idea. Would I like to stay? Sure. So I'm just day by day seeing how it goes. Ah. (laughs) 
you, you know, and I, I relate a lot on your story because that's pretty much how our life has, has been as well. The moving around and the mm -hmm. being with some people and then changing for another one and then change mm -hmm. like like a revolting door of people coming in, coming out, coming in, coming out. And mm -hmm. at the beginning, I don't know if you sometimes felt it. I, I remember when I when things started to be that way, sometimes I would feel like, oh my God, people are leaving. Why am I leaving? <laughs> or why am I leaving this? And you feel sad. But then you understand that's the process and that actually you're like excited because now you're having more people come in or different or mm -hmm. I don't know. Just what you said, you, you have to be open to the, the not knowing. Well, it's it's interesting because today is the anniversary of my father's death. And when he died, I was seven, right? And I discovered his body in in the, in his bed because I went to wake him up. And that experience is still, it's about, it's about getting over of being abandoned. There was a mm -hmm. point in my life where I felt I was being, and it really wasn't that at all. It was that I was being given an opportunity to go farther, to spread more light, to do more work, to be, uh, you know, to be more of, um, to be more of use, right? Whatever. Um, and when I was working, I remember years, I would just, people would say, oh, you're changing jobs. I said, yeah, that one's really interesting. And I never mm -hmm. stayed anywhere more than five years. And people who had jobs that were 20 years and they have, you know, silver silver watches and all this stuff, just not my journey. It's not, I'm very much a um, project person. Uh, I like projects, beginning, middle, and end. Okay. Then another beginning, middle, and end. It's it's part of why I like storytelling. There there are beginnings, middles, and ends, um, and then it keeps things fresh, too, doesn't it? When you you mm -hmm. discover new people, new um, and look at everything as new, then it is um, it's a pot, see it's it's all about choice. We we can choose to have a great day, or we can choose to have a um, a really grumpy day. And uh, I choose to have a great day every day, no matter what shows up. And that's, and that's the, that's the power that we have, right? We, to, we are impact. We are beings that we are creator beings and we are powerful. We're so powerful. We're powerful beyond our, our understanding and, and, it's just so big. It's just expansive. Uh, I was doing a uh, circle of light yesterday online program. I do twice a, a month uh, on zoom with my um, dear, dear, dear friend, Pam Thiel, who's an astrologer. And we go through a little bit of the astrology of what's going on. And then we go into, and we always have a meditation and a, a whoever comes, comes. And yesterday, mother Mary came. Oh my God. It was such a divine feminine fest. We had goddesses show up. It was just, there was so much energy of the goddess of the divine feminine. And it was just such a joy. Now we never know who's going to show up and what for, for the program. I mean, it just, it always is, we allow it to be what it's going to be. And, um, I thought it was so appropriate because yesterday was also the Immaculate Conception, the day of, in the Catholic faith, the day of the Immaculate Conception. 
and um, it was the the feast of and then on the 12th it's the feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe so it's a very mm-hmm. much a divine feminine energy time so for anyone who's listening who wants to connect with the divine feminine this is it <laughs> you can now mm-hmm. they're all around to work with us whether it's uh, it's the saints or the great masters or the gurus, the teachers, whatever tradition you're, you are in, they, they all are waiting to assist us with these big changes, energetic changes that are coming. Well, they're already here. I mean, like they, they, they've been coming for a while, and now we're really in, in it. And this is the time to step up. So we're being given, we will be given challenges, and we will be given uh, decisions to make. Are we going to step up and, and do what we came to do, or are we going to sit back and let other people do it? Okay, it's fine. There's no judgment here, at least not for me, because um, until, you've re- until you've walked in someone's shoes, as the Native, uh, Native people say, you have no idea what other people are going through. So yeah. we have to live ne- really with compassion and understanding, and if something isn't working or I had an experience the other day and I was invited to a luncheon, lovely, uh, lovely young women. And, uh, but there was, there was a subject that came up and I stood in my truth, which I do. And um, some of them couldn't take that. And I thought, okay, well, there's a reason I came to this lunch. Would I like to do it again? Not necessarily. And that's a choice. (laughs) Because I'm not going to sit and argue with anybody about anything. There's nothing. I have my perception and my experience, and I speak from my experience. I don't, and so therefore, I don't judge anybody else's either. It's like that experience is their experience, and um, all I can do is send love and blessings, and um, see what happens from that. You never know. But I showed up, and that's really what I'm finding here is that. there is a lesson about showing up for people here. <laughs> so we'll see how that works out. Uh, and there is. And, and Anastasia, we have Betty on the switchboard waiting to ask you a question. Is it great? now I go time? Okay. Sure. So this Absolutely is Debbie perfect. from New Orleans. Hi. Thank you Hi. so much. You're from New Orleans? Uh-huh. Oh, great. I love New Orleans. <laughs> Beautiful city. It- it is challenging, though. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is a very odd energy. There are some, uh, you know, battling forces. And um, I was told that this was an assignment for me because I'm mm-hmm. not originally from here. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was interesting because I I feel worn down in, in the job that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I'm not handling it. I'm, you know, edgy and snappy and... Um, mm-hmm. trying to take time just to, to um, you know, for myself, some alone time, mm-hmm. but I end up mm-hmm. doing it in the middle of the night because that's the only time I have by myself. <laughs> and I live by myself, which is kind of funny. Oh, well, you're there to heal uh, yourself and the city. You know, um, that city needs healing. Mm-hmm. So, so much healing. So um, I'm getting... Um, yeah, you're, you're, there's a lot of purpose in your being there. You might want to start looking for something that is more fulfilling for you energetically. 
um, mm-hmm. for work, you know, that'll make you feel happier about showing up. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yes. Yeah. It's, and, and um, if you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause there, there's, you could, um, yeah, you're there to do the, some work. So. Um, you mean the spot that I'm at right now, the job? Well, what if it isn't making you happy, if you're not, if you're not, uh, if it's just for the money, right? If you're doing it just for the money and you don't like being there and you're snippy and all of that, that's a sign that it's not exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Well, it's not that. I actually like what I'm doing. I like some of the oh, people okay. that I'm helping. It's the manager that I have above me. She is um, constantly, um, you know, she self-sabotages herself. So I try to act independently, even though I'm part of a team, which mm-hmm. is, is difficult. And it's been, I've been balancing well, but um, I'm just um, energetically tired right now. Yeah. Well, you're, because you're, you're taking on her energies. And well, so there, there, well, there, there are tools you can, yeah, you, there are tools that you can, um, that you can use. If you, if you have a moment, uh, you can go to, uh, a website or listen to on YouTube um, okay. some work. I've done this work for many years. It's called Mastering Alchemy. Uh, Jim Self is the person who is uh, he and is he created it with uh, Roxanne Burnett. And there okay. are that you can learn some personal tools that will uplift your being yourself okay. and not a, not and and you can have a a delineation we don't have boundaries most of us that's what happens it's, so all yes, everybody's energy is like floating and you know so that pathway teaches you those tools and they're very simple and they're um there's a lot of free stuff to listen to uh as well as but you may be drawn to take the course and I point a lot of people to it because it was so it has been so helpful for me over the years. I took the whole course and graduated and everything. But for me, I still I use those basic tools when I was talking about my car earlier and being in the car and protection and all of these things. Those are basic tools I learned through mastering alchemy. And mm-hmm. um, it is for everyone. There's no it, it's just they are just they're um, it's amazing. And okay. that will help you to delineate what is yours and what belongs to everybody else. Mm-hmm. It's uh, because your energy, you just want your energy, your, your sphere. Right. We only, each of us has a, about a foot of energy around us. That's who we are. Then we allow people mm-hmm. to come in if we hug them. or. But basically, we have that foot of energy around us, like a globe, okay. right? And uh-huh. what happens is when you don't, visual what you when you don't realize that you have that you allow people all kinds of people you allow ideas all kinds of ideas to come into your space but it's not who you are you look at who you are you're a being of light right you're in you know and you do you do that kind of focus of that then you know immediately her energy is not your energy her way of thinking is not your and you don't have and you don't have to take it on but there are tools there are tricks to doing that so I'd suggest and that you look into that. I think it'll help you a lot. I will. When I get home, I have my mom carries, my mother carries the same kind of energy as the manager. So I know uh, there's a lesson <laughs> for me as well that I'm not yes. learning. Well, it, but, it's, it's, yeah, but that you found it. You're already awake to it. 
So right. give yourself credit. <laughs> a lot of people it's wouldn't a, even see prickly. that connection. Mm-hmm. Right. And I still, so, and, I still do it, but it's like someone's grabbing your ankles and you're trying to pull them as you go forward. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, because it's, you have, it's about our own self-worth and our own, our own knowing who we are, right? It's really right. knowing and appreciating who we are and allowing all the others to be who they are. But it takes a, it takes a little work. And that's why Jim self and this work is 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 uh, a godsend because it helps you stay grounded you can start to see things more clearly all the teachings of your, your mother father preacher whatever are are not who you are there are things that you right. learned over who is it that you are right now so in order to get to that place and really feel uh, your who you are there are there are techniques and they're the best techniques I've found so far Okay. And as I said, and I still I haven't stayed anywhere very long, and this one's going to be going on four years, which is like mm. a very long time for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 That's why I know I'm I'm ready to move again because this is a very long time. Well, you know, I just suggest you get your tools together where you are okay. right now, and then see what happens and what comes to you. Because as you start clearing this other stuff. Your life's going to change dramatically <laughs> for the better. Okay. Yeah. No. Because you're letting go. Of what you don't mean. I don't mean to be like a blame, you know, like a whiny, but um, it, and and I can manifest stuff, but I just get tired. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it's yeah. The not tired is just easy. they're feeding off of you, so you have to learn oh. how to hold your own light. Okay. Yeah, because people who who people who aren't conscious. Uh, gravitate towards those of us who are and so oh, yeah. yeah exactly so you know that see you're you're already knowing much more than you you know are just you're you're very awake so just yeah. take that and 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 do that and these tools will help with that too some, some random person called my mother and told her just a random phone call from a, a church supposedly that there were three people in this general area that were, I, I guess I'll say light workers. And I was like, geez. And that I was one of them and there's two others. And this is a huge like skyscraper building, you know, and you're just like, so three people were there specifically on an assignment. Mm-hmm. And the, the rant, the caller who she didn't know was a, um, a church person. And they said we were learning spiritual warfare. And I said, well, I didn't sign up. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody told me about this. <laughs> no, it's it's really about the love and light. <laughs> well, but yeah, but at the same time, the whatever was spoken, uh, you are definitely awakening. So you and you ha- you're carrying light. So you just now it's it's like moving into um, you're like in high school. Okay, so now it's about. Okay. Going to college, get the tools, okay, and okay. expand, and go, and then you'll you'll feel better because you'll start to own it. You'll mm-hmm. own who you okay. already are. I can see who you already are, but you you haven't yet. So, okay, do a little work okay. and get back to me. <laughs> Let me know. Okay, I sure will. I appreciate that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Debbie, just an information, all January, we're going to have, and Anastasia is going to be part of the 2020 Summit. 
Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Make sure to follow those shows Monday and Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. We're going to dedicate right. that whole month on the new decades, the new uh, opportunities, tools, uh, channelings, yeah. and openings, all of that DNA activation, all that you need want to know for the next decade. So and they're okay. free. So just put it on your calendar and, and Monday yeah, and Friday. Five PM. Mondays and Friday, five PM and all of those uh, links remain on demand. So you can replay them at your how many oh. times you want. Free. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you <laughs> for calling in. I'm gonna keep listening. <laughs> oh great. <laughs> yes. So thank you. So Anastasia, one of the things we were talking about um, today is from Fashion to Enlightenment Part 4. And this is a part of culmination of your, uh, of this um, journey that you have, that you are in. And you're talking about this moment when you realize uh, who you are, and now you are in Nashville, you are getting to have the sense of community, starting to have that, oh, that's why I'm here, <laughs> realization. Mm-hmm. And what else? Continue. Um, let's see. Well, so much of it I'm finding is about um, just what we were talking about with Debbie. Uh, so much of it is about being present and seeing, you know, what what shows up. How do you how it's like it's a, it's kind of like a game. What's going to happen today? <laughs> and being open to that. So I used to uh, because I ran companies and did, you know, very intense things. I used to always have a plan. Well, I'm learning that it's not about having a plan anymore. It's about living in the present moment and seeing what shows up and handling that. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't um, go uh, and do the things that you need to for your own security and your own safety and all of that. It just means that I really don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Uh, I have made a plan of what I'd like to do tomorrow but I have to be flexible to know that that could change completely. Um, Where I'm living is a temporary situation. So that's like, how long am I going to be there? I don't know. So for me, it is uh, very much about this joyful unknown. Uh, Yet uh, I keep looking for, okay, so uh, let me tell you about what's coming up with the skulls. Okay. So, Years ago, that's what you're telling me. I'm being guided here. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, years ago, when I was living in California, I met Max the Crystal Skull. Now, Max the Crystal Skull is one of the 13 sacred skulls. And of that lineage, of those, it's a lineage. The sacred skulls probably made in other, on other um, galaxies. Planet. And were, yeah, other planets, and we're, they, I don't even begin to know where they came from. I can only tell you that having met two of them and worked with them, I, they are holy objects. They were not made by man, and they are ancient, and they carry amazing information. So, and information for everyone. Uh, Max 
the crystal skull, uh, when I met him, a friend of mine had a dream and she was told to go to Texas to find Max. And Max's handle or caretaker uh, is actually a woman named Joanne who was given a Tibetan monk, gave her Max in a box uh, after the death of her daughter. And she didn't know what to do with Max, so she kept him in the closet for, for quite a while until one day he was, he was saying, get me out of here, and she didn't know where the noise was coming from. Well, it was Max who was in the closet, this huge crystal skull, was in a hat box of some sort, and she finally took him out. Well, my friend had a dream about Max, because once Max was let out of the closet, he started connecting with people, and she was was always loved. She's like I am. I'm from the crystal kingdom. I have always worked with crystals. I have uh, had an affinity for that. And it's because I'm part of the fairy and crystal kingdoms. And so she, she went to see Max, spoke with Joanne and brought Max to California to a small group of us in who were living in Ojai and Los Angeles at the time. And we met Max and we hosted him in our homes and we uh, prayed with him and a a course called uh, Crystalline Consciousness was born from the information Max gave to my friend and was translated into a program that we worked with. And I taught this program. I was one of the, the original people to work with Max and I was initiated and we had different sized crystal skulls that we worked with that we initiated and enlivened. And then when I came here, really in San Diego, I've always had my skulls with me, but I haven't worked, done circles that we used to do crystalline consciousness circles, basically a meditation circle. And I would do it in my home for two, an hour or two every week. And when I left California, um, well, actually, when I left Los Angeles area and moved to San Diego and Encinitas, I, they told me, no, just work with us personally. But, you know, you don't, don't teach anything right now. Well, it turns out that Asheville is where I'm supposed to teach this stuff again because everything has been enlivened here. So I'm doing the first presentation on the crystal skulls uh, because I met when I got here, one of the first people I met is a, a man named Will Huff, and he owns a most beautiful high-frequency crystal store at, called Radical Elements. And he, uh, he sells them on, on Facebook. He does a Facebook Live uh, and all kinds of crystals. But he also has skulls. And when, no, very few people that I know carry crystal skulls in their stores. And so... I knew that Will and I were put together for a reason. And then I had all kinds of information downloads about, okay, you're going to do the work again. You're going to introduce people to the skulls. And uh, so that's what I'm doing next week on the 18th on my beloved brother's birthday. I am going to do the first presentation here at his store. Um, And uh, it's, it's opened up. That whole thing is open now. So here's a perfect example of some training that I had years ago that was to be dormant for a while and now is revived because it's the right time and right place. I just had to keep my tools and the information. And I'm so happy to be able to work with them again because I love my skulls. 
and I work with them all the time, but to be able to initiate others and get, and be able to uh, enliven skulls and other people's lives is a great privilege and honor. So I'm very excited. So you see, that was something that two months ago I had no idea about. <laughs> <laughs> It came in like that, you know, and that's what inspiration is. You have the tools, you've done different things. You just never know when that's going to be used again. So Anastasia, when, when you work with you, the schools, what is it that happens? Do you get messages from them? Do you, when they're activated, that's what I'm going to do the presentation on is to explain to mm-hmm. everyone what crystal skulls are and how to use them. And uh, when they're activated, which means that they are in the presence and I do the activations, uh, you buy a skull. Uh, most people, uh, they're, 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 they're information holders and they are because they are a crystal. They, whether it's rose quartz or clear quartz or other precious stones, doesn't matter. They are, they have the possibility to expand. And once they, they are initiated and, go, and are open to other skulls, like Max's group, all my skulls have been with Max and are babies of Max. So mm-hmm. it just spreads out. So the skulls that I'm going to show uh, that are in his store are not activated yet, but I'm going to bring some activated ones to sell. And um, I'm going to show people how they work. They're, they're, they, they do. They, they're chatty. They're like people. Okay, so you and I are having a conversation. Once, a perfect example, I gave a skull that, initiated, that was activated to a friend as a gift. Within an hour, she knew his name. Because I said to her, ask his name, sit quietly in meditation, and see what happens. She got his name. She got, his name is Leroy. I said, great. She got information. Then he started chatting with her. He said, Leroy was telling me the other day. And I went, yeah, that's it. There, if you are open to, and you believe the energy, your energy and the energy of the crystalline, the skull will expand. And it can be in conversations. It can be in guidance. We make grids so you can have a grid in your home or your office, which will hold the energy, clear space, do lots of different things. So they're amazingly valuable tools. Like people place crystals in different places. Well, the skulls work the same way. When they're in grids, they have a certain energy, and you anchor that energy in a grid. can be for different reasons. And there's just tons of stuff to do with them. They're amazing. So they're here now in Asheville, and we're going to start activating them. God only knows what will happen, but it'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. they chose it. They chose me. They chose Will, and they they're, they want to be heard. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. So pro- yeah. So, pro- so probably they are the ones that are going to be coming to your show next year. Oh, yes. They're definitely coming to the show next year. And right at the moment, I still don't have clarity on what that show is going to be, but it will definitely include the skulls, (laughs) for sure. Yeah, so just so people know, Anastasia is coming on 2020. She's going to start her monthly show on 2020 with a different name and different look, but with skulls in it. So nice. (laughs) 
<laughs> looking forward. So, um, so, so looking back at, at this is the fourth part. This is the last part of the fashion to enlightenment series, and. I remember when you were talking on your on the first part, pretty much, we t I think the most pivotal part on that one was when your uh, dad passed. And then on the second part, you talk about all of these beautiful life on the um, fashion, fashion world with all of the big names and going here, going there, as you just explained, how you have traveled and been in many places. Um, after a certain period of time. And then on part three, I remember this is when uh, you lost your brother, which also brought a lot of openings in your life. Mm -hmm. So now that we are in part four, and it's pretty, Siri just went live, sorry. Nice, sorry. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I didn't say Siri, sorry. And then started talking, so... Uh, so I'm, let me just put it out. That's funny when they do that. <laughs> so in part four, which is your life now, is Asheville, but it's also, I, I like to be part of your show, like, like part of your journey, which is beautiful. You're part of Seaview, of mm -hmm. opening to your world, your voice to the whole world. I know you have had... Um, opportunities like this before, but you're right, 2020, and now the way things are opening, I, I'm just, I'm just floored, because it's pretty much like, we, it, we, our minds cannot understand what's coming on, and, mm. but there is this excitement, and I think you feel it too, of, wow, it's finally here. I don't know what it's finally here because I don't remember what is finally mm -hmm. here. Exactly. But it's like, mm -hmm. like the culmination of I don't know at, again what, but it's here. Yeah, it's that's why it's 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 a time to stand in the truth. Whatever your truth is, whatever you have wanted to do your whole life, whatever it is that you came to do, it's time now. And for me, there's just such a sense of gratitude um, at this moment in time, especially I've loved doing this program with you, Claudia. It's been great. Oh, me too. And uh, it has, it, it really has opened up. Uh, it's allowed me to be more vulnerable, to share things that I really wouldn't have shared normally. Um, I thought always it was a book that I was going to write, but it wasn't about a book. It's about the contact. It's an oral tradition. I'm really uh, like, you know, wise women of the, of the village elders telling the stories, you know, helping the younger ones. Um, it, it, everything is okay. And to be in the adventure of what's coming. You know, we came here for so many years. There was just no, no even thought of why we were here, particularly. Mm -hmm. Now, now it's become it's become really important because there's such big changes happening. There are going to be a lot of big changes, many changes happening, and we need to be prepared for that. We need to be the the ones that keep the calm, the ones that hold the peace. Uh, doesn't mean, you know, you can do that from your living room. You do not have to go out and march. Some people, that will be their journey. 
But for me, I know it's always been that I am the one that sits on the park bench or I am the one that is is sending the light from wherever I am, from my bedroom, from wherever. It's That's how I transmit it. And there are a lot of, of different things that people can also become part of. Uh, one of the things Mastering Alchemy is doing pro- is Project Park Bench. Once a month, we get, a, we get together and we're sending out amazing light energies to, into the world. And it's global. We had 4,000 people on the call yesterday. 4,000 people on a call about uplifting the planet. That gives me great hope for the future. That's it the does. kind of thing that I focus on. I do not focus on whatever is going on wherever. I want to know about it because I'm an informed person and I will vote, but I'm, I can't get caught up in it because it doesn't, it doesn't have a high frequency. So if we can choose those things that make us feel good, like for Deborah, whatever it is that makes you feel good, follow that, you know, all of us are to follow that, the feeling in the heart. And then we're doing our service because we're here. We're all here to serve whether we know it or not. The whole point of why we were created <laughs> was to be of service. Yeah, so. I know. I, I know what you mean, and and also I I hear in your words that also service. It is a, a word that has been misunderstood in many places because mm-hmm. we think of service as a servant, and usually servants are not. Uh, they are the lower of the all of the cast, and it feels like not deserving and and putting yourself last. And that's not that's not the way. Serving is just uh, if you're a, trans, a transmitter like you are, Anastasia is just transmit, just shine, and just shining. It, it's wherever you do, wherever you are, you just shine. And I I love what you said about. When you do is the moment that you step on your truth. So whatever your truth, which is endless, truth has no end. Whatever that is for you, just be that. Yep. Yep. And that takes that and and um, and just know that we that we are so loved. You know, we are so loved and we are so guided and we are so taken care of. We have to believe it. You have to believe that. It's that's, right. that's that's what the core core belief is for all of us. Is that we have been created, that we are that, we are that light, we are that love. And just do the best you can every day and see what shows up because the, the as you progress, more stuff will show up. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's how it works. Well, mm-hmm. we have reached the end of today's episode, and oh. it went fast as always. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to thank you for uh, sharing your story once more and, and for being part of CDU, for continuing to be here. I'm looking forward to see you back in January, where mm-hmm. we are doing the summit together. And then after that, every month. No, we'll see what happens. I have uh, I have enjoyed so much this whole the opportunity to bring from fashion to enlightenment uh, to the airwaves, and um, I hope that uh, 
everyone has enjoyed it as much as I have. And Claudia, you've been such so much fun to work with, and you're so competent. It's so great. <laughs> I hope Thank you feel taken care of here, <laughs> which Thank is a you. wonderful thing. That's a that's a wonderful thing. So I wish you a wonderful holiday and uh, these holy days and uh, for all the openings that are coming too for 1212 and 1221 for the solstice and we've got so much energy may we all ride this wave these waves that are coming in with grace and ease and Anastasia before we leave can you let people know how do they can they can learn more about this cold work that you're doing is is this found on your website or where? Yeah, well, the skull work is not really on the website at the moment. It's just come into, so if you, but if you contact me, I will send you a flyer for this presentation and put you on my mailing list. So you can get hop on the mailing list and uh, send me um, from my website, from heavenlymusings.org. And uh, from there, send me an email. And there's a contact page and send me an email saying, I want to know more about the skulls and I will send you the information because I'm really actually creating another group for just the skulls because there are people who are specifically interested in that. So, and another um, way is to follow you on Facebook. And oh, yes, on Facebook I always Piper. post. Yes. And I always post actually the flyers that post the flyers posted there and I will through messenger um, I can work with you that way too. Absolutely. Perfect. So thank you again for being here with us. Thank you everybody for listening and have a thank wonderful you, rest of your week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.